My name is Nina Gilligan and this Manchester tart is great for a brew and a gossip, but too much of it will probably give you heartburn. Hi, I'm Naomi Cooper and I've had to switch to champagne because I always spill the tea. Bonded by their shame, British comedians Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper invite you to join the Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club, a podcast that serves as a non-judgmental safe space for all the intelligent, accomplished people out there who just can't stop thinking about Erica's earrings, Luann's singing, and Crystal's ugly leather pants. So grab a glass of rosé and own it as we bring the bunny and mention it all. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club podcast. I am Nina Gilligan. And I am Naomi Cooper. And you're very welcome to this safe space of shame and guilt. Ah, this crucible of guilt. How's your guilt been this week and your shame? Done anything awful? Have I done anything awful? I've, yeah, I've been a bit moany. I always feel a yeah, I've been a little bit moany. Do you, do you feel guilt when you moan? Probably not as much as I should. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty. You're you're pretty um, moan happy. Who yeah. do you moan to generally? Whoever's closest. <laughs> People on the tube. The woman in boots. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody, Anybody can hear it. Who's yeah. available? I think it's good for you. A good moan, so long as you don't take it too far. <laughs> yes. The drop in temperature didn't have me at my best. We me live either. where Wuthering Heights was based on. That sounds bleak. It is pretty bleak. So the drop in temperature hit me hard. Yesterday, I just couldn't warm up. And I was in the dressing room at one of my favourite clubs in the world. And I was just bitching. I was bitching and moaning about being cold. And just why my life isn't as good as it should be, Naomi. That's fair. I moan about that, I'd say, daily. (laughs) Yeah. So I came away from that and just thought, get a grip. You've got the best job in the world. Well. Ish. (laughs) At times. This is the best job in the world, talking about the fucking housewives. Excuse my language. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we got sweary quick. I dropped an F bomb really quick. I'm sorry, you did. I'll do better. I'll do you better. did. But I do I do find a sudden drop in temperature makes me angry. As does yeah. a sudden rise in temperature. I'm like a creature that needs needs to be sick, you know, kept in a sudden a certain climatic like a worm. Yeah. Region. Constant temperature. Constant temperature, otherwise bad things happen. I understand that. Yeah. So that's been me, really. Plus, what we should probably tell um, people is we're, we're both in our pyjamas. Yeah, and it's seven o'clock in the evening. So that's a bit so. of a guilty shame. Well, that's my been my guilty shame all week. I've napped every day this week. <gasps> it's been I'm so good. Jealous. It's been so good. And I'm talking proper, like, two hour, not even naps, sleeps. Sleeps oh, in the day. Yeah, I love it. What used to be a disco nap has now morphed into a nana nap. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't hate it. And I, the, the, the real guilty pleasure is that's not out of the ordinary for me. That's pretty standard. I nap most days. I've always liked to nap. I've always been... Now, it's not been my guilty pleasure, but I feel I've often been shamed for it. 
yeah, I get shamed for it a lot. And I think there's a lot worse things I could be doing. I think the reason is that I complain a lot about having an, like not having enough hours in the day, yeah. being very busy. And then I go yeah. to bed for two hours and then I get up and complain that there's not enough hours But that hours gives in the you day. two days in one, my argument is. I like that. Okay, yeah, I'll employ that. That's a good yeah, uh, way take, of looking take at that it. one. That's how I've justified it before. Yeah. Okay. If you're on the continent, nobody raises an eyebrow about the old napping, do I they? That's what, I think that's why I like going to Spain. Yeah, it's, it's expected they, they of you. They all go to bed and they're all much happier. A friend of mine says, if you want to do a nap properly, and he's from Greece, he said, have a little espresso before you go down oh that's how they do it you wake up with a proper spring in your step that is a great tip i -hmm. really like that thank you i'm gonna try that i'm gonna try that this week and let you know how i get on because i grew up with the um the family that kind of went if you go to sleep now you won't sleep later on you watch me never been a problem for me yeah (laughs) i can sleep like the dead i remember wanting a bookcase when i was around seven and my family managed to do a proper flat pack with nails while I was sleeping. And you didn't wake up? Didn't wake up. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, I once thought what would happen if there wasn't an alarm clock in my life. Like, would Maybe I just you'd sleep? never wake up. That's that's theory. That's theory that I would never wake up. I so think that's something. Hu- I think hunger wakes me up. It, laziness versus greed. That's the big like <laughs> dichotomy in my life. I'll get out of bed when I'm greedy and hungry, you know. Yeah, that's probably it, actually. Now, I like the start of this podcast because I feel not only we've shared our shame, but I've also found something lovely and new about you, which is that we are similar in our, our in our sleeping habits. Yeah. Great. Like we're we're Dorinda's. We're a couple of Dorinda's. We love that. We're, yeah, we are. She is. She's also um, a little woodland creature, isn't she? Aww. She's. I like Dorinda until now. she gets nasty. And then she gets yeah. nasty, and I'm like, well, oh, I know. But you might find that out about me as well. You know, we had a question that I think would be a uh, a good one to start with from um, someone called Jess on Instagram. Asked us if you could only watch one Housewives episode for the rest of your life. Which one would it be? Jess. What a question. Way to ask a question, This Jess. took me down such a delightful rabbit hole, just picturing. I mean, I think my ultimate favourite of all time is is Amsterdam. Yeah. I mean, That's nothing. Great. Eileen Davidson really brings beast. Like, there's that will never yeah. not be. And Kyle running away. Like, yeah. it's, oh, it's got everything. It's got everything you need. That one it fight. Is- Jess, I'm going to come back to you. Can we? Can can I come back with my favourite? You can because yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a delicious box of chocolates it's, that I have yeah. to unwrap. Yeah, I it's can't... like eating a big fat cake. That question. Yeah, it's great. I, d- I don't feel like I can run to that to that answer because I'm not going to do it justice. And anyone who's listening, um, message us on any of the socials at RH Guilty Secrets and let us know if you could only watch one Housewives episode for the rest of your life, which one would it be? I think oh, I'm, I, I think that. I'm going with Amsterdam, but um, I also love Dinner Party from Hell and Scary Island. They're all classics. Yeah, they're all very very good hard to pick just one. It is, and I just know if I think about this for long enough, there's going to be some little beauties, some little gems 
that are going to come back to me as well. So I just want a little bit of time to. That's absolutely. You take all the time you need. That's going to be my weekend covered. Naps and thinking about housewife favorite episodes. (laughs) Did you you enjoy your time in the Bravoverse this week? Did you enjoy catching up on everything? You know, I did. I felt like we were getting somewhere. I felt like we've been slightly teased. Yes. That both episodes that were promised to us, have, they've only given us half Yes. of e- either episode, haven't they? Yes. So the Miami, the big, I thought we were going to have. I thought we were finally going to be done with the opera thing this week. No, they're dragging it out. Happened, it's so like an actual, yeah, it's like an actual opera. It is. It's become epic. It's um, become epic. It's going on for days. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's hope someone dies at the end. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Actually, we shouldn't say that because it's a fuck cancer party. Shit. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> so, should we start with Beverly Hills? Let's start with Beverly Hills. Felt really sorry for Sutton this week. Yeah, me again. Really coming for a drinking, aren't they? Oh, it's such low-hanging fruit. Yeah, it really is. And I, it, I think, Kyle... You have a sister who's an alcoholic who's been on this show while she's been struggling with her drinking, who's had all these questions pushed to her, and you saw the damage it did. Mm-hmm. And last last season, she actually said about Erica's drinking, which was genuinely problematic and affecting people. It, you know, we shouldn't bring up someone's drinking. That's very personal. Yeah. And now she is throwing Sutton for her drinking. I think it feels like with Sutton, like normal rules don't apply. Yeah, this, it's like dealing this, with a, a very precious little girl. You know? Yeah, with, with, with Sutton, they slightly dehumanise her, don't they? Where yes, it's like, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, so we can say, obviously, to real people, real people would be affected by things like talking about their alcoholism, but this is Sutton and she's a bit of a joke. Yeah. So Sutton's life is a joke, so we can say what we want about each about her. But I was I was pleased to see that Crystal was maybe not the voice of reason in the room because she was a bit of a bystander, but at least in her confessionals, she did point out that Carl's that, been single for like a minute. I mean, not single. Um, yes, yeah, sober for sober. like a second. Yeah. Interesting, I always think in America that they use the word sober where we just call it dry January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like if you have, well, we a like week to off, put a we like to put an ending on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you have a week off drinking, that's just you maybe just having a day off drinking. Whether yeah. they want an AA membership and yeah. and a token for it, why is that? Why are we calling it sober? Yeah, I think it's an interesting choice of word. That because that implies that you were something before, wasn't it? Nobody was calling you an alcoholic before, so why are you calling yourself sober now? That's very true. That's very true. I didn't like Dorit chiming in on it, saying she has vodka in her coffee at 10 a.m. That is damaging. Absolutely damaging. And, and everyone d- knows you put whiskey in your coffee. Come on, Dorit. That's 100%. Sharp. Who's ever put vodka in the coffee? That sounds vile. Yeah. Like... They, they've murdered the Irish coffee. I, yeah. I, I could hear the people of Ireland taking in a sharp <laughs> intake of breath. Going, for fuck's sake. So, and then Kyle, Kyle doubled down that. They said, oh, maybe you should talk to her when she's a bit calmer. And Carl went before 10 a.m. <gasps> These are damaging accusations, you know. I, 
absolutely. But like you could see how delicious they were finding it, couldn't you? Ooh, and I you think really Crystal, could. Crystal was slightly taken aback. But like even before they got to the sort of she's an alcoholic narrative, they'd all nailed down their favourite impressions of her. Yeah, they had, which I kind of enjoyed. I mean, there's a lot of fun to be had. This, like, with like, she's given us a lot. Tear down the dre- curtains and make me address it. it. Is all the sort of we all love doing a southern accent, but yeah, how much does Kyle enjoy? Like, just generally, how much does Kyle enjoy doing an impression of she the does. other cast members? That is her party piece, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean her 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 Teddy's walk. That was yeah, that was excellent. I mean, yeah, she does she does do it well. Yeah. But you've got to watch her. You've got to watch her. Cause she I didn't was... think she came out of this episode well. Not at all. She was really kind of, she was feeling cornered about her marriage. And instead of just calmly saying, I'm not going to talk about that, she she goes low. She goes, yeah. You if she go... perceives a slight, she'll go low. Yeah. And not only just low in the moment, which we can all go low in the moment, She's gone on a campaign of low. She's got her best girlfriends round to to see if she cannot perpetuate the narrative and make it spread. And very, I'm jumping ahead a bit, but very uh, creepy, I thought, when Anne-Marie arrived. Hi, Anne-Marie. Nice to meet Hello. you. Hello. Like she's listening. <laughs> but she was oh, very quick. She, <laughs> she was very quick to set up. By the way, this is the one you don't like. This is the one that's been saying uh-huh. things about me. Uh-huh. This is the one you don't like. And it's like... Uh-huh. I didn't, yeah. Well, I mean, mean I'm, I'm going to school vibes. Absolutely. And we, like you say, we are jumping ahead a bit because I've got things to say about yeah. Anne-Marie. Oh, we'll go back. We'll go back. So then we had um, Sutton and Garcelle having their non-vegetarian, vegetarian breakfast. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't understand why she calls herself a vegetarian if she's going to eat bacon. But... No. I also don't care, so I'm amazed the other girls do. But I think they're kind of trying, like, here's another example of when she's being flaky or not truthful. Yeah. I think they're just ha- adding it to the indictment. Yeah, but it's, it's like just, it's bacon. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's just another list of things. There was a girl at, sc- at drama school, actually, that used to do exactly the same to me over vegetarianism. I had this happen to me. So I think I went through a little bit of a phase of being vegetarian, but because I'm at drama school, I'm absolutely skint. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying tap shoes. I'm not. I'm just eating what's given to me. Exactly, yeah. And I think at one point I'd kind of gone, oh, someone had asked me, are you vegetarian? I kind of went, yeah, sort of. And then she saw me eating meat. Oh, my God. And she did exactly that same thing to me. Where yeah. my feet were literally held to the fire over it. We have a real thing in this culture, and it sounds like an American culture as well, is if they can catch you out on a small lie. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it It's reflective yeah. of your character as a whole. Yes, that's very true. And that's very much what I think they're trying to set up with Sutton about this vegetarian thing. Yeah, it's that like, she can't so, be trusted, and she's very flaky, yeah. and everything she says is to be taken with a pinch of salt. And yeah, it's the, like the girl wants a slice of bacon occasionally. Let her have it. Yeah, if that's what she wants to do, we can make. We're not allowed to make nuanced choices. It seems. 
No. You're not well, allowed that's, to That's have... kind of the Twitter generation as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's all very, very black polarized. and white and yeah. there's no nuance in the middle. There's no gray area anymore. You're never allowed to contradict yourself, are you, anymore? No. You never Or even change your mind. Things. Yeah. Well, or a month th- ago you said this. Yeah, well, I've educated myself now and I think yeah. differently. Well, no, things- that's not what you said a month ago. A hundred percent that. Two things can never be true at the same time. Yeah. And with, but with, with Sutton, doubly so. Double, with Sutton, she, she's not allowed to, and it came out much, and we're going to get to that dinner party, the dinner party of the ages, but. So good. So good. But again, she's held to a higher standard, I think. Than everybody she else. is. And I wonder, like, when she first arrived and Lisa Rinna was kind of introducing her to us, and Lisa Rinna said she's got serious money, you know, serious money. Everything she owns is couture. And and I think there's an underlying just jealousy thing going on with Sutton. You think? Yeah, and I think she's the, – the fans have kind of embraced her for being kind of her nutty self, you know, and, and they enjoy her kookiness. And the mm. other girls, I think, like Kyle and Dorit, they're very – you know, polished in what they present to us. Mm-hmm. And I think they're a bit jealous that Sutton can just go through life enjoying herself and, and being authentic. Yeah. And in, in their mind, getting away with it. And it's like, but we see that she's being herself and we don't have a problem with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, can we talk about Garcelle saying that Dorit still had her jewelry after the robbery? Super shady. That came This is my in. favorite Garcelle. She just says something, has a little sip of her drink through a straw, and then just sits back. No, I know. And it was so shady. So for those of you that maybe missed it, she has oh, heavily, and for those of you, you are now sipping from your drink, <laughs> channeling Garcelle. I really was. <laughs> she really was sipping. Um, so... I mean, she's pretty much saying when she was at gunpoint while her children were upstairs, she's saying that could have been a setup. Yeah, and there was a lot that of rumours at the massive. time. There was a lot of rumours at the time online that it was a setup and it didn't happen and they did it for insurance money. But nobody's ever said that on camera. But no, none of the girls have ever said that or implied it. And given that Garcelle was there, came around to her house the next day, as they all did, or it was Carl's house or something, and was comforting her when she was, you know. Yeah. Is there anything Dorit would set up that would require her wearing no makeup? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think. <laughs> they would have to be desperate for money. But I do think, um, and, I've, you know, I was saying it a few weeks ago, I do think they are desperate for money. Well, I yeah, wonder and that's partly that. why, oh, let's put a spotlight on Sutton's drinking and then it won't be on my marriage, you know. Yeah, the £10,000 in the handbag. That, well, that was, was a little weird, bit, wasn't it? That was a little bit sus. Yeah. Um, Garcelle is good at sniffing out a story, it has to be said. Maybe she's onto something. Maybe she's got a bit more information than we know about. It's a brave thing to say on camera. I just think also it's one of those things that even if there was part of me, if it was my friend, if I was in that group, even if there was part of me that thought maybe there was a chance, I couldn't let the thought enter my head. No. You know, I'd just be like, no, 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 no. Because that would, I mean, no, if, no. I, if it was set up, then that's appalling. Yeah. So better to just not, unless you you really think it was and you're going to pursue it, then to just bring that just up like that. Just keep your mouth closed. Ooh. So I don't know what is going to... 
at the reunion, that, she, that is going to blow up at the reunion for sure. Absolutely, because she said it on camera quite deliberately and very pointedly. It wasn't a throwaway comment mm-hmm. when she'd had a few drinks, and it wasn't a joke. And it's a sort of, I would say, it's a sort of defamatory legal action type. Well, yeah, comment. I would think so. Also, like, so she still had some of her jewelry after she was robbed. Do you have any idea how much jewelry do eat my stone? Like, yeah, they might unless they reversed everything. a dumper truck up to the house, it's but quite possible they didn't get everything, you know. But they always have had quite murky. I don't know how many records George Mike, uh, George Michael, boy um, George, boy George sells, but they've always had quite murky finances. Well, yeah, there was a reason that there was a rumor about it. But I and think most she does people spend would be a like, lot on Chanel. Yeah. But that is a really big, big thing to come out of your mouth. And it wasn't a passing joke. It was a pointed, deliberate, confessional comment. And, and I think just, she'll be facing some action for that. I think she will be facing some action. And also, weirdly, didn't wasn't it her that took out um, Dorit for a little kiki uh, l- the the filming? screening so they could sort it all out so that's clearly not been forgotten the night before (laughs) yeah less than 24 hours before they were getting themselves together for a little side chat yeah where dorit just apologized profusely yeah and did own everything she'd said and did apologize and clearly that's not been good enough Mm. interesting i think this we're going to hear more and more about that then we the, saw Erica with her PR person talking strategy. Alexis, yeah. That was tremendous fun. I think it was actually quite brave of Erica to show us on camera that any image of her taking accountability is purely a PR strategy. Yeah. That's yeah. amazingly brave yeah. and bold. <laughs> I'm not sure she has the self-awareness. I to, don't think she does. To realize that's what she just did. Yeah. So you need to look a bit sorry for everything you've done. And she's like, well, I have already started doing that. So that's good. Yeah, I did apologize at the retreat. Yeah, great, good. What are you doing? Absolutely. I don't think she knows, does she? I don't think she realizes. Which, again, my psychopath-ometer was was going off again. I was just like, she's so cold. Yeah. I mean, fabulous. I mean, it's dream housewife stuff, but my God, she would be terrible. If you were a close friend of hers and then you watched this show, you'd be like, I think you should be scared. (laughs) Yeah. I think you need to move away. Just take one step back. Put a bit of distance between you. Yeah. And if she says, can you say I was here with you when I, on last Thursday or something? No. Never say yes. Don't ever provide an (laughs) alibi for that woman. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. In my head, I thought, she's just going to marry the next old rich man that comes along. As soon as she said, I've always had help. I don't have help. Yeah, that, I just was, thought, that was telling, wasn't it? I just thought she's looking for more help. She's still sucking rich old dick as far as I'm aware. I know that's a bit harsh, but that's what... <laughs> well, I think she's filling her boots with young poor dick uh, like while she can. She's just enjoying that. Yeah. And then, then she'll hop back on the... The horse. Yeah, yeah. But Santos is available. 
Santos is available. And quite, quite rich, from what yeah. I hear. <laughs> 47,000 is worth probably, at least. Yeah, it's, it's probably part of the Dutch royal family or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, I don't know. I mean, she's a very attractive. She's fabulous. There's still an opportunity opportunity for Tom Part 2, isn't there? Yeah, the only thing I'd say, though, is that her name is stuck like mud at the moment, you know? I mean, some of those headlines, Courtney yeah. has been evil. That was, that was harsh. And, and until the Tom thing is settled, I think mm. very few people are going to want it, or, or very few older, man, older men of repute are going to want, to want to tarnish tie but, their colors to that mask yeah i mean how there's also older men of no integrity we do know that. that's true there's there's a lot of them around so yeah yeah jess jeff bezos is he married who even if he is <laughs> doesn't really matter does it yeah yeah if you're listening jeff um, <laughs> could We've you got retweet an idea. our tweets yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, a suggestion for you now jacks and garcelle go out for wagyu don't care boring stop don't it. care don't care Yawn. don't care if you're a good mum or a bad mum it's boring stop the saying weird shit care- about people's robberies the and- only thing that's exactly the only thing i cared about was that cow had to die for that conversation yeah it's like my fish's head last week <laughs> <laughs> deserved better you know that that Wagyu deserved a better conversation. It really did. He seems like a nice lad. I'm sorry. He's fine. I just feel like stop trying to get him on camera saying you're a good mum. If, yeah. if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, stop forcing it. Like, yeah. Just be normal. Just try desperately to be normal. Yeah. Eat in front of the telly, have a chat. Don't put it on camera. Yeah. So, Wade, Morgan Wade? Oh, Morgan Wade made her first appearance. What did you make of her? Um, I, I, I like her a lot. I think I didn't think they were overly flirty. Perhaps a little bit. You know what I got off it? What? A little bit how I feel about you, Naomi. <laughs> that they're just kindred spirits. Kind of like, oh, she's like a new friend. I like her. She's a new friend. That's kind you know of what that? I, yeah. Because like, when you get older, so it's I very hard about, to make friends, isn't it, as you yeah, get older? so when I talk about, you know, off off the web, off, off, I was about to say off webcam, that's so weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. Make it sound like we webcam each other, that's very spooky. Yeah. So, so when I talk about you off podcast, I go, isn't she great? She's great, isn't she? I'm actually so, exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I go. She's really great. I really like her. She's so good at the so. Have you seen what she's done? I just think it's, it's really hot. Like you don't so make I think friends later like, in life, and I think they're both just delighted. I think Particularly it's a Kyle. little friend crush. I, I feel think like Kyle's it's a delight- friend crush, and I think also Carl's been surrounded by these Beverly Hills glamour pusses for so long, and suddenly she's with someone who's fun. You know, who's showing her a different way of living, yeah. like work out, don't Who drink. doesn't care about colouring in her entire body. Yeah, doesn't care With about toilet you know. rolls and fish. <laughs> yeah. You could send her that cod's head as inspiration for her next tattoo. Hey, she's probably already got it. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably what they base the dish off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I don't really see anything untoward. I think like the. I don't think you should call lesbianism untoward. 
No, no, but given that she's married, <laughs> given that Kyle is married. I, I knew what you meant. Cheating lesbian is untoward. Yeah. A regular lesbian is lucky, um, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blessed. Yeah, blessed. Um, um, yeah, I kind of, and then, and the tattoo thing as well, like, yes, yeah, she put a K on Morgan's, like tattooed a K on Morgan, but as but Morgan herself said, it's the only thing she could write. Yeah. And you can't see it for everything else. I think if yeah. she tattooed a K on Dorit, that would stand out a bit more. If know? she'd put K and M forever. In a heart. In a heart. Aww. Kissing in a tree. I think we would have more to go on. Yes. It doesn't feel as saucy as I had it's hoped not, it would feel. I know. it's not. There's no sauce. No, there's no sauce. Just about, I also, I think when you change your lifestyle a bit, like you do stop drinking or you start to work out more and get healthier, you naturally gravitate towards people that are doing that because you well, want to stick with your new healthy habits. So, you know, you you're enjoy. she's enjoying that here's someone who lives like that and doesn't go to Vegas and get messed up and go to Magic Mike, you know. That, Bit of a difference. But also then Morgan said... When I got sober, again, does that mean Morgan did dry January? Does it mean she's had two weeks off the booze? Does it mean she was an raging alcoholic? Would American ple- people please explain? Please tweet us by what it means yeah. you got sober. I think. I mean, I guess it just means quitting drinking for the foreseeable future or good. But it's yeah, it's, they don't make that clear. In, though, do in they? England, it's a much heavier label. I feel yeah. Uh, it is. We mean we when we see we got we got sober. We we mean a whole lot of different things. Yeah, we mean I got it over mi- a problem. Yes, what it means. we were drinking to problematic levels. Yeah. Whereas I'm not sure these people have been drinking to problematic levels, unless we don't. You know, unless it's something we don't know about Kyle. But Maybe. then, if Kyle had been drinking to problematic levels, she's a bit quick to turn it on. Poor old yeah. Sutton. But is that what's going on? Is it a bit of projection? Quite they look possibly. look at Sutton's drinking, they won't ask why I've had to stop drinking. Dr. Naomi pushes glasses to face. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I also thought it was kind of sad when, uh, I thought it kind of summed up Carl's new lease on life when uh, she showed Mo her new tattoo, the planet tattoo, and oh, he said, what do, and what does that signify? And she said, I just thought it was cute. It's like, Okay. Like, fair yeah. enough, like, do what you want, that's fine. Yeah. But it's like, it just, none of this is meaningful in the way you're trying to pretend it's meaningful. When yeah. you're actually pressed on it, it's all pretty empty. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it just, she felt very childlike in that moment. Also, read your husband's book. Yeah. Read your, or even don't read it. Scan it, like, get someone else to read it for you and tell you the gist of it. Tell him you've read it. I that's know. Harsh. I felt a little bit sorry for him in that, in that, scene because as much as she she's almost characterizing him as the sort of bad dad patriarch mm-hmm. where it, it it felt a bit unfair to put him in that role you were playing sulky child yeah he wasn't really being bad dad no he wasn't and he didn't shout at her for getting a tattoo he was just like oh you know okay well, he, did say, like, he did say love bean again, and I am going to come down on him like a ton of bricks every time I hear a love bean. Yeah, yeah. I've only I mean, got so many eggs left at my age, yeah, and every yeah. time he says love bean, one of them shrivels and dies. Yeah. Would so, you please take note, Mauricio? You are killing. You're killing ovaries. Yeah. Um, but he, 
he just looked tired. He did. He looked like he looked defeated, didn't he? He was looked like he was ready to stick her in that body bag by the yeah. end of that. And then at the, I thought it was weird as well because then they had a confessional moment with Carl, which we know a shot much later. Yeah, and she still hadn't read it, and she said, "I'll get to it." Like that is so. Like she was even if you us, divorce Mo, you should read his book. Like I know, even to look for the bits that you're in. Yes, <laughs> come on, use your head. Are you gonna be in there a little bit? And given that she just said she had stalked Morgan, she loved her music. She'd, you know, analysed all the lyrics. And you can't read. It's it's going to be a pamphlet. Mauricio does not look like he's knocking out a 500-pager. Yeah. I am starting to wonder if the cheating rumours for Mauricio are true because she's angry with him. She looks pissed off. She's pissed with him. It's, this isn't a we've grown apart Oh dear, she has no guilt about growing apart from him. She has no guilt about reaching a separation with him, which is clearly where they're headed. She is annoyed and she's done. And so I just wonder if there is some truth to that. There's something, isn't there? Something's changed very quickly from the image that is normally projected of their marriage. Some line has been crossed. Yeah. So then we I suspect he's been looking at Denise Richards' bundles. Hey, that could be it. And I mean, there's 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 such a bargain, seven dollars <laughs> each. Who could blame him? I mean, I have eighteen myself, <laughs> and I'm not even bi or gay. I just I know a good bargain when I see one. Um. um so where then did we, we went go? to oh. Sutton's Matchmaker and RV, who is fast becoming my favourite supporting character of this entire. She's very bubbly. She's, She's very bubbly. He nailed her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nada. Again, Harvey just looked so put upon, didn't he? He said, I can't remember what he said. He said something to Sutton that made her kind of go, oh, like he was a bit. Yeah. She said, he said something. She, I, I, I like that. Maybe he's finding his voice a little bit because we yeah. like Harvey. We're going to, we're, we're keeping an eye out for you, Harvey. We want to protect yeah. you. We've, we we need to start a little RV protection. Has like somebody checked? Protection. It's, it's like Free Britney. It's Free, free RV. Free RV. We need to start a little free RV campaign online, I think. Yeah. We could start like a kind of GoFundMe. Yeah. Where he could be, I don't know, like you do with a sort of animal that's been trapped. We could kind of get him his own field Aww, or something. Yeah. Where, where he could run around and be petted. Yeah, because Santos literally gets treated better than RV. She treats that horse better than she a treats A million RV. percent. A million percent. So after RV... Ave Maria, where did we go to then? Were we at the dinner party? I think so, yeah. <gasps> that guest list. What? <sighs> the an morally incredible... correct Faye Rasnick. Always happy to see her. Always know Camille chaos is coming. Grammar. Yeah. Denise Richards. Tick. We even got a little showing from Cynthia Bailey. We did, yeah. I mean, that was a heavy hitting table. It really was. It really was. And I just thought, what? I just thought, has Kyle brought, I mean, she definitely brought Faye in to bat for her. Because Faye was jumping all over Sutton. Yeah. So Faye was there to bat for her. Yeah. And Faye, Faye Resnick is terrifying. 
Faye Resnick was a friend of, I mean, it goes back. I mean, she's, she's Hollywood legends, isn't she? Yes, she was best friends with OJ's ex-wife. Yes. Um, uh, who was murdered, Nick- of course, and she was a big part of the OJ Simpson trial. Yeah, um, and there's quite a lot of stuff surrounding and Faye Catherine, Resnick. Catherine, who was a housewife for one season, she dated yep. her husband and stuff. So, yeah, Faye, um, Faye, Faye always adds the drama. She's generally yep. brought in when Kyle needs or wants someone to bat for her. Yeah. Um, I think she brought all of them together, hoping that she would talk about Sutton at the table. Sutton yep. would do her classic explosion and yep. they would all launch into her. I think that was calculated. I think Kyle is calculated at this point. The way she talked to Amory when she walked in, this is yeah, the one that's so been mean to getting, me. Like, this is the one Anne we Marie. don't like, basically. And and she definitely did set her up because Amory got involved, I thought, far too soon. Yep. Amory had been told. Nobody asked you for your opinion, Miss yeah. New Girl. Shut up. Yeah, you were Sit back stripes. on the benches. Yeah. Like, I just don't think you're saying, what was it? What was the comment? I just don't think you're saying anything. I think you should just actually say it. She'd clearly been primed yeah. by Kyle. Yeah. And I we've mean, seen Kyle Ka- do this before with Faye Resnick. So. And Kyle does not need that many people to back her. No. Against what is essentially a woodland animal. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes around, you, you know, feeding carrots to overpriced donkeys what what is going on with that why does she feel she needs so many people whatever the story is that she is trying to cover up it must it must feel very damaging to her it's very important to her clearly it feels like taking a Kalishnikov to a knife fight that's a very violent analogy I like it (laughs) I was trying to come up with something less violent and that's all I had, Naomi. That's fair. That's where you that's where you're at this week. You're in a moany place. You said it yourself. <laughs> so it feels like you don't why do, right, something keeps happening really it's, weird. It's it's when thing. I do this. I think it's what? when I do this. Balloons go up. Yeah. I'm putting my fingers to my forehead when I'm thinking because this is demanding a lot of my intellectual energy. <laughs> uh, and every time I do little balloons go up through my screen. I wasn't sure if you could see it. Yeah, I like uh, it. I like is it is it is it when we do something good? That I can't I can't make it happen on demand, but it seems to be I when like I touch it. my it's fingers. Like psychic balloons. When I touch my fingers or I love it. So it's like a production thing. Little balloons go up. I like it. <laughs> she goes very low when she feels cornered, Carl. And for her to bring up Sutton's eating at the table. Oh my god. So she basically and pulled again, the sorry, but just like just like the Kim thing with the drinking. Kyle has talked about having an eating disorder before and having problematic eating. I also do not know how anybody manages an eating disorder while eating THC. Yeah. Because I have tried THC and you get the massive munchies. Oh, yeah. That's why those girls won't allow it anywhere near them. But, like, she just goes low. That was was low. It's like behind her back, she's basically saying she drinks it, starts drinking at 10 a.m. And now she's saying she doesn't eat anything. Like, what's next? I have no idea. Can you imagine if Kyle said anything, if Sutton said anything on, on a fraction of an index of that about Kyle? Yeah. She would be so furious. 
And yeah. I, I don't like this 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 defensive Kyle we're seeing. We've seen it a little bit before. We used to see it with Lisa Vanderpump a little bit because Lisa Vanderpump didn't stand for that. And we're seeing it again this season, and it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It's. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, and and it comes across. I've as never a bully. felt she's coming across as a bully, and I can only imagine for her the stakes are really high, and I don't know what the stakes are. They must be. And the other thing I will say, because then Garcelle gets involved and says, "Oh, it's about your marriage. You've got a different wedding band. Blah blah blah." At the end of the day, Kyle has said to all of them. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a get... really tough year in my marriage. Yeah. But we're persevering and hanging in there. She yeah. doesn't have anything else to say on the topic. So drop it. Yeah. Like, so she, what, has, what... she hasn't said, everything's fine. We're great. We're better than we've ever been. She said, it's been really tough and yeah. we're not having a good time. That There's your answer. Why do you keep poking? You know? I think it goes back to your original thought on this, which was, he's done something, she's Desperate to protect the children. Absolutely yeah, I think so. desperate. I, I think, think that's, so. That must be what it was. Because I know what it's like if, you know, my husband even looks at my kids the wrong way. Yeah. Because, you can, you know, you're sort of protective mummy heckles. I can imagine, yeah. So if, if, this, is, if this is a betrayal and if it's somebody perhaps they both know... Or it's somebody the kids know. Who knows what it is? I'm being like Garcelle now. But there, there's something. There's something that she really, really feels that she has to keep a lid on. Yes. She's going so far as to bring out Housewives, Resnick. She's literally reassembled some of the key players from the Dinner Party of Hell it's, in it's season like, one. Exactly. It's like Avengers Assemble. Yeah. That's a better analogy. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, you know, I want, I want Kyle to, you know, I don't hate Kyle. I never hated Kyle, but I don't like the side of her. I don't like that when she gets cornered, she gets very angry and defensive. It, it doesn't look good, and it really doesn't look good against Sutton because Sutton, Sutton's managing this season to stay very unruffled. I think, apart Sutton, from you know, apart from yeah. the, the American Ballet Theatre outrage, but. Um, you know, she's very much going, oh, okay. Something's going, and oh, she, my balloons came back. Sorry, everyone. Your balloons came back. <laughs> I no idea what's going on with those balloons. I don't know. Maybe it's my inner soul or something. I don't know. It's part of your mind, sending balloons up. Um, yeah, the THC was interesting. I thought that was very casual use of THC for for British people people who live somewhere where it's still illegal yeah just to be able to order thc with your food yeah was, was fascinating yeah i've never seen a thc dinner party didn't know they did that i didn't know they did that i once had it by accident um, did you? well kind of because i have um fibromyalgia oh which is yeah this is like a pain condition yeah. So you know how you can get a CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Well, a friend of mine had said, "Oh no, that's not what you want. You want THC." And I was like, "Is that like CBD oil?" And he was like, "A little bit, yeah." <laughs> you can find them both in <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, yeah. You can get them both in Holland and Barrett. <laughs> so, so he'd come round to my house and he'd brought the oil, and I was like. This is um, 
obviously just a story for any constabulary that are listening, purely fiction. So he'd come round to my house and he'd given me some oil. He said, and then it just, he said, have you got anything on for the rest of the day? And I said, no. And I've forgotten it was the day I was taking my mum for her first ever visit to the WI. Oh my God, I can't think of a better outing <laughs> for that. <laughs> so That is beautiful. God, I know. So thank God she was driving. Yeah. Because she came round to, to the front door and I opened it like I was in with Nail and I. <laughs> I can see colours. <laughs> I opened it and I just kind of looked at her and went, hello. <laughs> and she was like, and she's only tiny. She was like, we're going to the WI. Have you you forgotten? No. <laughs> oh, so my just, God. So I just kind of fell in the car. And we'd, um, we got there late and then won all the raffle prizes because we were the last people to pay for the raffle. So I kept... <laughs> I kept winning baskets of stuff. Did you win or were you just taking them? (laughs) And I was too hungry. So, you know, do the polite thing where you put the basket back. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly win again. I was like, like, that's mine. (laughs) That's mine. I was just ripping them open, ripping the cellophane off with my teeth. That's amazing. Trying to eat shortbread. I can't think of a worse place to be high than the WI. That was terrifying. Those yeah. women are terrifying at the best of times. Exactly. Like, you want to be Try in control in the WI. <laughs> I know. I hope they don't listen to this. I'm going back to do I'm a confident talk. that the WI don't listen to our podcast. I'm going back to do a talk in April. A what? Say no to drugs. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to that. Oh, man. I don't okay. know how we move on from that. I mean, let's just... <laughs> let's... Uh, Let's go to Miami. Let's go to Miami. Can we go today on a plane? Oh, God, that would be the dream. Marisol self-diagnosing her broken bones. I really enjoyed. I love the fact that she had a little Gucci, like she had little Gucci. um, Brooches brooches on her sling. On her sling. I was like, she knows how to do this. What an absolute star. Dream housewife. I still got a, a lot of time for Marisol, but I think it's because I've I have I've come to this series late, so I haven't maybe seen her at her worst. Yes, uh, I find a, her tremendous fun. She's an absolute. She's a, she's like a legend. Yeah. Again, we've said it before. We'll say it again. All you need to do is drink cockies, Marisol. Yeah. Just you be you. Drink a cocky, darling. Yeah. I mean, I don't and, think she needs any encouragement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, here I go. Who am I, Dorit? Yeah, just swan about and um, think about. Um, don't don't go near a basketball court again. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't need to do that. Just you be your that. beautiful self. So yeah, so we had her and Kiki. Kiki being mental. Their eyes open and close. Oh, open and close. I'm. Th- I think about that when I go for my naps now. By the way, the eyes open and close. Like nice. Open and close. Something um, weirdly soothing and hypnotic about it when you're trying. It to is. Sleep. It's a meditation now, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, but also, I thought bit over the top with the walker, Kiki. I've never seen anyone with a, a twisted ankle and a walker. Well, Sutton had a little scooter, didn't she, over in Beverly Hills? I enjoyed That's that. That's true. These, but it, 
it was giving me living in a home vibe. Yeah, it was a bit strange. What the two of them together? I mean, what happened Marisol, to a simple crutch? Yeah, Marisol already gives me kind of living in a home. Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them looked like they needed to be taken back to the ward and given them night nighttime medication yeah. at one point. But that was quite fun. Quite a fun scene. Yeah, I quite like them together. Yeah, they're both absolutely bonkers but for value for money entertainment mwah. yeah perfect. perfect i also enjoyed marisol being quite happy to go to julia's party and then when she found out it was at adriana's house suddenly had a medical yeah. procedure that she needed to lie down for many hours afterwards i know without missing a beat without missing a beat and it's like well you've just been talking about this party for 30 seconds and not brought that up go, oh right okay okay yeah 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 oh no got a medical condition got a medical uh procedure super classy it was great I quite like the idea of um what looked like a fun afternoon on ketamine this episode has got very drug heavy which is painting a picture of me that simply doesn't exist <laughs> i've tried thc by accident once and now it sounds like i want to be off my head on a horse tranquilizer <laughs> it just looked it just looked kind of kind of nice and relaxing i just Apart thought from there the crying, are clubbers all around the united kingdom who would love the excuse they'd love to be told ketamine actually resets your mind yeah yeah yeah, yeah no yeah, it yeah. doesn't it gets you off your tits yeah. <laughs> let's be honest about this, this okay this is how young boys started kind of getting so into um cannabis isn't it yeah. and now why we have fucking posters of Teletubbies smoking spliffs on every teenage bedroom <laughs> around the country. Because... <laughs> Sorry. So that was such bitterness. I'm guessing that directly happened to you. <laughs> it just it annoys me. Just just this idea that it, it you know, that it comes with a culture mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. why don't we just, why don't we just all believe it's great because it's great, because it doesn't do anything bad to you whatsoever. It doesn't rob you of your motivation. It's all absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> and also the idea that you, like, you I feel like, inject... like you'd, sorry, sorry, press the button, Re- reset, <laughs> send up the balloons, Naomi, send up the balloons. <laughs> I would if I knew how. <laughs> but also, like, we all know that you could inject Adriana with salt water and she'd be crying and wailing in 10 minutes like let's not this blame that true. on the ketamine this is true this is not a fair representation no. i mean she rocks and screams and said i never have chance to say goodbye to my father literally four times a day i would guess yeah yeah four to six and he's still alive yeah. <laughs> he lives around the corner <laughs> just give him a just give him a call give him a bow <laughs> But, now, yeah. something I was a bit disappointed about was Gertie's original reaction to finding out that Larsa had broken her confidence about her cancer diagnosis. Because I, <gasps> I expected real. I would be fuming. I would. You know be what it was? So though? angry. You know what it was? Though, have you ever had that with your mum? Where or had it with your mum? Where it's not an immediate anger. It's worse. Yeah. It's a quiet, it, you've gone beyond being told off. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh God, 
And also, you, you literally have big, she literally has bigger things to worry about as well. Well, no, I think it's I think it's worse. I think this is so angry, she couldn't even express it. Well, I it think like, I think the thing I, that pushed her over the edge blow. was hearing that Larsa was questioning it then. Because oh, that God. was really low. So basically, Larsa, all you can do at this point is go, I am so sorry. Yeah. Lie, make up an excuse yeah. if that's going to help. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was in confidence. I misunderstood that. I didn't know for, you meant the girls. For those but you, I am so sorry. There's no other way out of this. Instead, she's like, well, she's drinking. You shouldn't be drinking if you have cancer. Maybe she doesn't even have cancer. What? What? <laughs> I have what? never... I have never done this before. Uh, I turned my, I stopped playing it. I stopped playing yeah. it and took a bit of time out because I was just a bit disgusted. I just thought, oh, I don't want, know whether I want to spend yeah. my time watching this. This that's, is vile. It is vile. It's absolutely vile behavior. And we've never quite seen anything quite that vile I on Housewives before, you know. We've, we saw them calling out um, Yolanda's... Uh, Lyme disease and things like that. That was pretty disgusting and hard to watch. But this is someone who's just been newly diagnosed with breast cancer yep. and told you in tears, in a moment yep. of confidence. And now you're going to, not only did you break her confidence, but now you're questioning her. To her face. <sighs> I, I mean, really, I really, I was blown away by this. I just, uh, I watch Housewives as we both do for entertainment. Yeah. For, you know, of of cure. Of course, it's voyeuristic. Yes. Of course, it's speculative about people's marriages, about what's going on in their private lives. But this did cross the boundary of good taste, and I, I just I was pretty sickened by. And this. I really, really wish that the others had Gertie's back a bit more. Yeah, because they should be fuming as well. And they yeah. should be backing her up. And I think it, I felt a bit sorry for her when they all arrived at the, at Martina's party. And she was like, I'm not talking to you, blah, blah, blah. And it was very much treated like, oh, those two have had a falling out. It's like, no, no, this is. Where was Lisa's head? Lisa's usually very good at being someone in the middle who can smooth the water. Well, Lisa wasn't there, was she? Because she got a, she had the police at her house, so maybe but, that's what we were missing. <laughs> but when but beforehand, yeah, be, yeah, beforehand when it actually happened yeah. in the the prior party, and there was when she did that, and Lisa went, well, well, you know, she she said that she didn't believe you because. You know, she thought she was testing. There was a test thing going on. And Lisa was reiterating mm -hmm. to Larsa yeah. what Gertie had said. And I thought, come on, Lisa, surely you can see this for what felt, it is. It felt gossipy and it felt like she was reporting back to Larsa, not that she, she was had reporting Gertie's back to Larsa instead of being a grown, bloody woman and saying, you know what, I, you, you're out of order. You shouldn't have told us. You should not have told us. Yeah, and and for you now to be questioning a diagnosis is disgusting. Well, so I think one of those is. girls, when she told them, when she broke the confidence, <clears throat> one of those girls should have said to Gertie because Gertie hadn't gone public with this news yet. And one of those girls, if it had been me, I would have gone to Gertie and gone. Larsa told me that you have breast cancer, and she's also told some of the others. So you might want to release this yeah. sooner rather than later before it gets out there. Absolutely, that because and also. I have your back because I think yeah. it's disgusting that she's done that and blah, blah, blah. And, and you should have said to, they should have said to Larsa, what are you doing telling us? Yeah. Yeah. But it, I thought it was very spooky. I, th I don't think they like Gertie very much. I think there's a bit of jealousy there with Gertie. 
But, and, you know, for people not to be able to put things on one side mm-hmm. in the face of a serious diagnosis, a potentially yeah. life-threatening diagnosis, diagnosis, it's like that's mind-boggling. Yeah. That's a mind-boggling level of narcissism that I just It really can't. is. And I think they're all a little bit scared of Larsa and they think they consider Larsa top dog and they don't want to fall out with Larsa, you know? Nobody in is top dog enough for you to compromise your integrity no. to that level. not when it comes to cancer. Jesus yeah. Christ, or what someone's going through when they get that. One get of the few things that you're in control of when you get diagnosed with cancer is how you choose to handle it and how you choose to tell people. And mm. she robbed her of that mm. with some of her closest friends. And now she's robbing... She's gaslighting her into believing, you know. Yeah. Don't don't double down on it. Apologize. Yeah. Don't double down or push back. You're in the wrong. There is no yeah. coming back from this. Yeah. And now anyway. she's trying to deflect back that it wasn't her fault because how could she know if it was true by having a couple of drinks? Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, first time probably in Housewives history where personally I had to switch it off and go. Don't bad taste in the mouth. Bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, it's like I I was like, and then I and then I realised we weren't going to see Julia singing opera in this episode. Ruined it, and I got really angry. Yes, me too. There's a crossly worded letter coming across Andy Cohen's desk this week. Andy, why a why a why? Well, we'd like to believe <laughs> that today would be the. I mean, I was literally bracing myself. Yeah, I was. I, was. Behind I, spent the couch. The whole, I, I spent a week bracing myself. I was terrified yeah. for this moment. Martina's going to be horrified. I know. The build up was there, but they did it in both Beverly Hills. They did it in both Miami. They built us up for a big moment that never came. Yeah. Points deducted. Well, that should mean by rights that next week. Is going to be a corker in both. It better bloody had be. Yeah, it really needs I to I mean, be. to be fair, Denise's Richard's face. What? What? I mean, she was not even on what cannabis. Was what was happening? That I. That was. I don't. What, I what don't, was the? That what was the cheeky <laughs> wink? She was like, <laughs> "I've never told. I have never smoked a joint." Well, twice, and then the big wink. I, but I can't tell you who. We know who. It's 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 Charlie Sheen. God, I've missed her. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to do an investigation. She just sat down at that dinner table and started lolling around and I was like, Oh, welcome back, mother. I know, <laughs> it's I know. Good to Absolutely. have you back in the building. She's got oh my god, that woman. No so, self awareness. Right. So Potomac. To, oh Potomac, okay. Tell me what's going on. Oh, my God. L- literally, that is not the way to start it. Cue thunderclap, Jacob. It all took, te- took place in the basketball court, pretty much. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Vanderpump Reels? Of course you do, because you're a massive fan. Mm-hmm. Where Lala had to play bloody pickleball. Oh, vividly, yeah. So it's just old people's tennis. Yes. Very slow. Very boring yeah. tennis for rich old people. It needs to stop. So she's invited the entire cast to come and play pickleball. Um, her and her husband are just, this is Karen Huger. 
right. Karen and her husband are dressed in green. And every time someone turns up, she go, green, pickles, get it? Huh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so that was painful. <laughs> We've been oh, led wow. to believe that there was going to be some incident that may have something to do with Necker's, no, Wendy's family praying against Necker's family. That's right, yes. Because... And there's been, as you were saying last week, there's been a bit of rumblings on this on uh, Twitter. People are finding this all a bit unsavoury. Are they really good? Because I felt there was a little bit of potential racism in the way that this is being covered. Um, and I was a little bit worried about it. And I was a little bit, little bit worried about Bra- where Bravo are going with this. Yeah. So, because they both come from the same Nigerian community and they seem to be following this narrative. And, you know, within their own families, it's quite a serious topic. Yeah. So, but still they continued with it in this week's episode. So... Just to kind of quickly round it up for you, they go to pickleball. They play pickleball. It's very long. And then after it, they have this kind of post-pickleball. I can't say pickleball again. (laughs) Post-pickleball picnic, which is another thing we used to do at drum school. (laughs) (laughs) Brings back a lot of memories sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. How many pickleballs can a pickleball pick? So... (laughs) Um, they're sitting down having it and they then try to air the beef between Wendy and Necker. Necker stays very calm. Wendy loses her shit. Professor Wendy. Professor Wendy loses it. And I would say Professor Wendy does not give a good representation of herself at all. That's interesting. You know when you can just tell somebody is trying to, and I've seen this in arguments before, and she's probably a professional arguer, and she's probably learned it in debating halls. Yeah. And there'll be names for the types of argument that she manages to employ where she will, you will start with an argument and she will up your argument. Right. So she will amplify the argument that you're, you're giving. To okay. try and make you look stupid. Right. So you will say um, something to me and I'll make it even bigger to make you try and make you look foolish. Right. I understand. Yeah. So she was doing that with her and then she'd say something else and then she'd try and pick her up on a different point. She was employing all the arguments she could apart from dealing with the actual point that was if did your relatives use a shrine's play, uh, pray against me. Right. Question she could not answer. Right. And everybody in the cast thinks she's lying. Right. God. So, but here's the bit that I found a bit upsetting. And I wonder if people on Twitter are saying the same thing. So everyone was led to believe that there was this supernatural, the balloons have gone up again, <laughs> this supernatural event where as they're having this argument, a barbecue falls on the floor, seemingly out of nowhere. Oh, God. Okay. Sets fire, 
Candice jumps up because she's not dramatic at all and starts shouting, the demons, the demons. Jesus. Everybody's running around screaming. Only one person has caught sight of what happens. Um, Karen Huger has noticed that Juan, he's still playing pickleball with the men. He has ran into the chain link fence and pushed the barbecue off. Okay. So these are completely... And I'm sure these women were very rational and logical about that and were glad to have a reasonable explanation and yeah. accepted it totally and sat down calmly. Yeah, they did. Good. <laughs> but that is not the production that Bravo wanted us to believe of for the last, at least the last week. And it's not what they've been building their, their narrative around. Yeah. So even though there is this underlining story about your family, my family, this Nigerian community and this, you know, the way that they practice, they definitely gave it more literal fire by yeah. trying to cut in this scene yeah. where we've been seeing it on repeat, on clickbait, over and over and over again of this setting fire of a barbecue on the floor, yeah. seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah. They're relying on a lot of clickbait across the uh, franchises yeah. this year, I feel. So did, what did you see on Twitter about it? I just saw people were a bit, a bit nervous about it and, you know... Just like, where's this going? Uh, yeah, and generally, kind of like, this isn't, this isn't cool, you know. Yeah, it that didn't feel cool. It didn't feel cool, and at the end of it, it just felt a bit, just felt a bit sad. It just felt like we're in this unresolved situation between Wendy, who's clearly baffling us all with bullshit. Yeah, and behaving ridiculously actually she's making a fool of herself and this quite calm quite self-possessed necker who just doesn't seem to know why this is happening yeah which we see a lot with new girls yeah so so that seems to be potomac i mean there's other kind of stuff going on in the background there's still the same stuff going on with robin and did juan did Juan um, sleep with the, the woman that he paid for the hotel for? And she's basically saying, I don't give a shit, everyone. Will you please all move on? Mm. And Juan was a bit rude to Giselle. And so this a little bit of tension between Juan and Giselle. It was really noticeable in Pickleball, actually, how much of those housewives are not getting on with each other or each other's spouses. Yeah. Like, basically, nobody was talking to anybody. That is quite an explosive group yeah it's like, quite without the show group. there's no way those women would hang out you yeah know? totally i'm very much looking forward to you being at the same place as i am i'm getting it. there i'm coming i'm coming up down the side You're coming up down the side yeah. quite speed, soon you'll be there speeding down the, the hard shoulder towards but you speeding down the hard shoulder that's nice um oh, so, salt lake salt, salt lake, lake city quite a sad episode with um whitney losing her friend Really sad. Really sad. And I actually really liked, um, I think it was Meredith's reaction at I the thought party. Meredith, Meredith was super sensitive, wasn't she? I thought it was really, really sweet. It. You could tell she was really upset and that she recognised the, the seriousness of it and was surprised and grateful that she'd still showed up for her and stuff. Lisa, Lisa, let it go. When someone's just lost their best friend, let it go. Just, just say sorry. 
and let it go because you're not going to win. Yeah. You're not going to win this one. You, whatever Lisa said, she was going to be in the wrong because she had touched a nerve with Whitney. She'd somehow done the wrong thing. I, I thought it's did just th- not the right time. When someone's just lost someone, back off them. Yeah. You're not going to get through. You're so right. I, I think Lisa, I had some sympathy for Lisa. I mean, I don't often have sympathy for her, but I think she probably had sent flowers. She probably had spoke to her in the morning. She was probably, Lisa is a bit self-obsessed, isn't she? She probably had done the she wrong is. thing in the afternoon when they saw each other at the party but to try I also liked when she was like I can't keep track of everyone's things she was like it happened yesterday (laughs) yeah totally I mean she is totally up her own backside she is did you see her son going that son's not going on that mission to spread the word of Christ he is going there to escape Lisa I know I had that written down he openly says it he openly says it this would be good for us you know yeah, I mean, what child has to li- go on a mission? Yeah, to escape their mother. Has to go just, to Bogota, Colombia, for some peace. I know. Just, yeah. l- just go on a holiday. Go to university. God bless him. You don't have to go on a mission. I, I mean, I think maybe he does. <laughs> yeah, that's I think his with only that mother, maybe that is the only yeah, escape. You know, the only escape. But she has no self-awareness she really doesn't no but then a surprisingly thin skin because then we almost have bravo bravo at the end where she rips off her mic (sighs) because when she realizes she's upset someone she doesn't have great social skills and when she when she realizes she's upset someone i think she genuinely genuinely can't work out how i think she also perhaps realized Whitney's just lost her best friend. Everyone, including the audience, is going to be feeling for Whitney right now. Mm-hmm. No one is going to feel for me on this, on the end mm-hmm. of this. So I now have to be the victim. I yeah. have to be the one that has to leave and is really upset and has to de-mic and everything. And it's like, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just, there's, there's so many issues with this. Larsa did the same thing. Yeah. You've messed up. We're talking about death and in Larsa's yeah. case, breast cancer. Like... We're talking about serious issues here. Your feelings come second to these yeah. serious issues. So put them to one side, let it go for the greater yeah. good and the bigger conversation. Yeah. And they cannot do it. They just, no. they feel wronged and they cannot let it go. And it's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And with that, I have to let you go because you're going somewhere very exciting. I'm going to Paris. She's going to Paris. Going to Paris, everybody. She's going yeah, we, Paris. We found like three months ago, we found really cheap tickets on the Eurostar for tomorrow. And, I'm and so we So we just like booked them. And now we're like, shit, we've got to go to Paris. <laughs> so, go to Paris. So we're going to, yeah. So I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Don't eat anything that's not got a body. Just try Ops. and... Yeah, try... I have a head-only rule now for everything yeah, on my plate. Yeah. At least one animal's yeah. head per plate. Oh, yeah. God, I just remembered it. Oh, it's so bad. I'd literally I feel just like it's you, on me. I just saw it. you get again. Mm. Bless you. So have a wonderful time on your Thank little you. holiday. Little holiday sounds really patronising. On your it holiday. It is a little holiday, yeah. Have your little holiday. And we, so I will much. see you back on the webcam. I love that. Sounds yeah. like we're having some guys. <laughs> With my balloons. <laughs> yeah. Cannot make it happen. Um. We have been requested by one of our listeners to, can we do a recorded one 
where everyone can see us. Oh, well, let's do it. Let's set that up. We will absolutely set that up. We live very so, far from each other, you see. So, um, but we will but set we will, that up. We'll, we'll, we will we'll work absolutely that out. set that up. Maybe and in the, the other meantime, side of follow Christmas. us. Uh, yeah, definitely. We need, I need some cheering up in January. And um, follow us on all the socials at RH Guilty Secrets. Send us any questions or rants or raves or whatever's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Please do. We are absolutely loving this. I hope you are too. If you're new to us or if you've been listening since the start, we are Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. This podcast was brought to you by Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper, edited and produced by Frog and Bucket, with the music Spoilt Brat by Ruth.